our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It is a difficult space to be in. Yeah. It is, um, you know, especially when it's uh, an unfair situation. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, you really have no um, control over certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, and I always, I always said to myself, look, I didn't have control over the decision. I went the decision with this person. They took it from me. I didn't have a choice. So now I want to make sure that I, that I don't give them the chance to take it from me. I'm just going to knock them out next time. (laughs) So you got to kind of switch your mindset. I love it. Okay. I'm not going to give them the opportunity. I love it. To, to make that decision. I love it. I don't have control over what they say, but I have control over how I train and how I, you know, how I, how you show up, make that outcome. Yeah. If you're a go-getter, faith-driven and family-focused and need to break through to your next level, this is the podcast for you. Your self-talk can reshape every area of your life. It's time to dream and think big. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience with Darnell and Tracy Self. It's time to elevate, baby. Let's get into the show. Welcome, welcome to the Self-Talk Experience. I'm Tracy Self. I'm here with my co-host, Darnell Self. And as you can see, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We have a special guest today. The champ is here. (laughs) That's right. Today we have women's five-time world champion boxer, Israel Wynn, Hall of Famer. This is huge. Self-talk. Thank you. Yeah, thanks thanks for being here. Yeah. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah, now we really appreciate you being here with the self-talk experience because we know the things we say to ourselves about ourselves eventually determines what we attract for ourselves. And I can't imagine the things you had to say to yourself. (laughs) You know, seriously, after being hit, like this one right here, she was hit one time. Well, I'm not gonna get hit because I don't fight. I'm she's a put that out there. fighter. I will call 911 for you. Everyone knows this. I will hold your purse. Oh, everything. Yes. Somebody has to call 911, right? <laughs> and, Greece. Right, exactly. And when I'm with Israel, I feel so safe. <laughs> hey, when I'm with Israel, I feel safe too. <laughs> That's exciting. I appreciate that. No, we appreciate you being on. And and you know, we've been doing this this self-talk podcast, as you know, and you know, uh, we've had a great friendship for so long, right? We're family, right? And it's just been awesome um, to see you not only in a professional space where you've been an inspiration in terms of health and an inspiration in terms of all of your accomplishments as a professional athlete, um, but to watch how you just inspire the people around you. Thank you. Right? I mean, I mean like friends and associates. 
I don't know if anyone who, who's been in touch with you has not left that relationship better off than they were uh, prior to meeting you. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, thank no. So, so much to me. Thank yeah, you. no, we mean it. We mean it. So can you, you tell us a little bit about <coughs> real quick, just about Israel Wynn growing up? How was it? <laughs> Um, I moved around a lot. Uh, grew up in Canada. Of course, I was uh, born in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Moved to Canada when I was two with my parents. Uh, Hold on, where in the Middle East? In Abu Dhabi. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Then uh, when I finished, oh, I, I went to college, you mm-hmm. know, three years of college, decided to take a little break and said, you know, I got to think about what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. What I was doing was not it. Okay. And that's when I actually started boxing. Hmm. I took up boxing because I was always an athlete in, in school. Okay. And what what did you do in school? What type of athletic? Everything really? you could imagine. <laughs> really? I tried every sport. Yeah. This is why you were in Canada? Yeah. Hockey, baseball, <laughs> really? soccer, everything. Wow. Baseball. I, I played every single wow. sport. Wow. Yeah. And then... Um, Moved to the to the states in ninety four. Okay, and then continued with boxing. Decided to compete, mm. and the rest is history. Yeah. Wow. What made you decide, out of all the sports that you were interested in, that boxing was the one? Well, I actually didn't know uh, when I started that I actually wanted to compete, mm-hmm. and it was really just to stay in shape initially. Okay. Because I was doing all these other sports, and uh, I just I don't know I just fell in love with it. Yeah. And of course, it's not for everybody. Right. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I just loved it. It was like a, it's like a chess match, you know, hit and not try not to get hit. Mm. Um, and it, I just fell in love with it. My trainers were like, "You got you will you have." you know, natural talent. Wow. I was like, okay. So I- All right. So I've got to ask this, Israel. <laughs> so you say, you know, like a chess match, you hit and try not to get hit. That's probably what I'm thinking too. So at some point you obviously get hit. Absolutely. Do you remember the first time like really getting hit and you're like, hold up. <laughs> like you Absolutely. remember that? Absolutely. <laughs> I do remember oh that. I, and I remember two different times because okay. In practice is different from in the ring. Mm. So in practice, when you first get hit, that's like the initial, like never been hit before. Mm. This is the first time you have headgear on and everything. Right. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) like what in the world? And then it either is going to make you quit Mm. or it's going to make you keep going. And I kept going so I, I tried I said you know what I'm, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try it listen to that self-talk right and then the <laughs> second time is when you're actually competing in the ring mm. and you have no headgear mm. on smaller gloves is way different mm. and so when I got hit then I was like Ooh. Am I am I sure I want to do this? <laughs> this self talk right, right. says, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Right. And um, but you're in it at, at that point, and you're so competitive. I can't I imagine. Am, yeah, I am. And you know what? I had such great training. Uh, I had amazing defensive training, mm. and I just kind of went back to the drawing board and did more training. And then eleven months later, I had my second fight because I had to go back to the drawing board. Okay. Now, how did your parents feel about you being a boxer? Um, Were they supportive? Were they nervous? Were they scared for you getting hurt? The funny thing is they didn't know. (laughs) Wait, how did they not know? You know, they lived in the Middle East still. 
I mm. was here. Oh, okay. So they didn't really know what I was doing. Okay. So they didn't know to worry. They had no worries yet because they didn't know. They thought maybe I was still playing soccer or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the funny thing is they did an article on me um, in the Yemen Times. Mm. And my parents saw it. <laughs> oh, wow. That's how they found that's out. That's how they found out? You know, that's part of it. Right. So, oh, yeah. But that. by then, I think that I was kind of at the end of my career. Okay. And so they so had didn't find out to worry about at all. It's towards it was towards the end. Yeah, it was towards the end. <laughs> yeah. What? yeah. All right. So, so I, I have to ask this because I mean, obviously, we're talking about boxer, and you're a Hall of Famer. I mean. It's a huge accomplishment. Yes. Like Thank there's got to be only a few handful of people who have accomplished what you've accomplished in your space. And yes. and so huge kudos there. And I'm imagining, um, you know, you in this space, you're a woman in the gym, a woman in boxing. Yeah. Right. Minority. So I'm sure there were some barriers, some obstacles. You, you share some of those barriers and obstacles? And yeah, no, absolutely. It, it, it was a struggle, actually. It was, a lot of people don't realize it is a male-dominating sport. And there's a lot of men in the sport that are the, the trainers, the managers, the promoters. And so it's hard to be in that space knowing that they don't have your best interest. Mm. They're trying to run you out the gym. They're mm. trying to not promote you or put you on a fight. And even, even down to like my first fight where my manager and the other girl's manager were kind of in cahoots to get her a win and just kind of throw me in there. And so it's, it's hard. It's a struggle, you yeah. know, but you know, that's when that self-talk comes in and yeah. say, this is what I want. I want this. I want to prove to everybody that I can do this and I'm going to do it regardless of what they say or what they try to do. And I've, I've been in, in the ring with guys in practice and it's like, they've had bad days Mm. and they take it out on you Mm. and you gotta, you gotta fend for yourself and you have to prove that you're here to stay. And I've, I've left the gym plenty of times in tears, Wow, you know, just because it's like, I want it so bad. Yeah. But then you're like, you get all this other stuff. Yeah. Sure. So, so at that moment, right, when you're walking out of the gym and you're in tears and obviously you're, you're trying to reassure yourself that, you know what, come on, you're better than this. You can do this. Don't let them take you out of something that, you know, you can, you know, you can win at and you know, you can be successful at. And I know a lot of people dealing with this, not just in boxing, but right. And just in life. And you're like, man, I just feel like this was my calling. This was something I was going to be successful at. And, and then there's those hiccups. Mm -hmm. So was there anybody like good associations you could reach out to and they encourage you? Was it you just having to talk to yourself and affirm yourself? What would help you to get through that and to overcome that? Well, initially, I had to have a good team of people around me. And I think initially I didn't have that. Okay. And so I had to kind of reorganize the people that were around me to, from my trainer to my manager to whoever was around me. Yeah. And to block out all the rest of the people that were like, you can't do this. And I was always saying to them, you know, if you can't say anything nice, don't say it at all. Yeah. You know, just stay away from me. Yeah. I'm here to stay. But then you, I got, I have a trainer that is, is there for me a hundred percent. 
And he's the one that gave me, um, you know, we're outdating ourselves, but cassette tapes (laughs) 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 to, to listen to with, positive affirmations oh, wow. and I would listen to them at night or before when I wow. went to bed and it would say, I am a champion. I'm a champion. I'm, I'm, you know, great. I'm this, I'm that. And I would listen to it all through the night as I would sleep. And in my corner, he would do the same thing. Wow. When I came out of around yeah. and sat in the corner for that minute, he yeah. would say, you got this. Yeah. And, and he would give me positive, you know, you know, affirmation. Mm-hmm. And that's really what really helped. And right. to this day, he's still, I, I love him to death. Like he's, he's one of my best trainers. He's the one that really taught me defense, defense, defense. Wow. So. Wow. That's, I mean, can you imagine, you know, every night someone sharing with you, like you are whatever it is you want to be, right. Yeah. You are a millionaire or you are a giver. You, have abundance in your life. And and so for you to have that affirm over and over and then have the people in your circle who continue to affirm that, I bet that's helpful for anybody and everybody in all areas of life. Absolutely. And I know that it takes a certain kind of discipline and stamina to physically be fit. Yeah. But tell us about the health part. Like, how did you eat? How did you train for that? Well, I didn't actually start really concentrating on my health until like probably about two or three years into my career. Mm. And I realized like one day I realized, you know what, I got to start eating better because if I'm going to, you know, weigh in at this weight to fight at this weight, you know, you have to, you have to, I don't want to lose 10, 15 pounds Mm. in three weeks. Yeah. You know, I want to make sure that I'm doing it in a healthy way. Yeah. And so I started I got a nutritionist and I got someone who could tell me oh, how to eat yeah. and how to do. And that's when, you know, I really took more, you know, focused on, you know, what I was doing for my health. And, um, you know, when you say physically, of course, it's, it's a demanding sport physically. Right. However, it's it's 90 percent mental. Mm. So that's that's the, the biggest thing is you have to make sure that you're mentally strong, you know, and, and everything around you has to be right. Wow. Yeah. And, that, and that's so true. Make sure you speak right there inside of my, but they're, they're so true. And I think about folks that who are massively successful in any space. Yeah. Right. Um, it's been how they, their attitude over everything else. Yeah. Right. Cause their attitude dictated their behavior. Absolutely. Right. And so it's not just working out when you felt like it is working out when you didn't feel like it. And that was attitude. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm sure it's plenty of times you're like, Oh, again. again. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and it's, it's a grueling sport. So it's like, I was working out two, sometimes three times a day mm. for six days a week. And it was like in the morning I run, it was like clockwork morning. I run uh, afternoon. I would do boxing after, and then the evening I would do um, three days a week, like strength conditioning. Wow. And and at that time, not a lot of people were doing strength and conditioning because they always thought, oh, if I do this, then I'll gain bulk and mm-hmm. I won't be able to fight properly, you know, but I was like, no, this is going to help. So yeah. I was, it was grueling. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't feel like doing it. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. And what, what was it because you had your reasons why or your goals in front of you? Like what caused you to say, you know, what, I don't feel like it, but I'm because even today, right, we've worked out together and it's. I don't know if you guys follow her on Instagram, but it's it's pretty serious. Right. And uh, I shouldn't say pretty. It is serious. And I remember jumping rope with you 
And I was like, if we have to jump for one more minute, I'm literally, my layers are going to fall off right now. <laughs> like, it's crazy, right? So, but I'm sure there are times where you're like, I don't feel like it. What, what is it that drives you? Is, is, is that changed, I guess, throughout different seasons in your life? Or you've always had this, this drive? Um, I think that in, in the athletic space, mm-hmm. I've, I've always had that, um, that competitiveness that I want to win. I want to be a champion. Even when I started boxing, it was more so I know I'm going to be a champion. Mm. And then you back it up after that. Mm. You know, it's like you do the work to mm-hmm. get to that space. And I knew that I could do it. I knew that when I started, that was the goal. Mm-hmm. Goal was champion. That's it. Nothing less, nothing more. You know, it's like I want to, I, I couldn't go to the Olympics. So it was like, okay, I'm going to be a professional fighter and I'm going to be a champion. Mm. And that's, that's what drove me because so many people were against me Yeah, that it was like, okay, you can be against me, but I'm, I'm going to show you. you know? So that's one of your motivators. And when yeah. people tell you can't do something or, or folks are, are perhaps doubting you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm that way it, too. It lights a fire under me. Even, even when I lost my fight, some fights, mm. it fueled me mm. to come back even better. This you want to say something? Go ahead. No, because I was going to ask you when you do lose, how do you deal with the disappointment? How do you come back from it and not stay in a low place? Yeah, yeah. it's it's difficult. I think it's difficult for anybody. Yeah. In 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 um not even in athletics alone, but just in general. Yeah. Um. That it's it's such a um. It's a hard loss. So a lot of times when and when you don't deserve that loss, it's mm, worse. Mm. You know, because I had some fights that were taken from me. Wow. Um, and and I had to pick myself up and know that I'm gonna come back better. It just it it motivates me to work harder um to prove that, you know, they weren't right. Mm. You know, and it is hard, you know, it's hard to to know that you won that. And it, and even if I didn't win and I d- had a bad day, it's like, okay, I gave my best, but it wasn't good enough. Mm. So I have to come back and do it again. Listen, you are a true champion. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Cause I'm thinking about, as you're talking, I'm thinking about so many times in life, yeah, things don't go our way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just starting to get on track, just starting to save our money or, Got our first investment and then somebody hits us from behind. Yeah. And that person didn't have insurance Mm. and you were doing everything right. Yeah. And you feel like, why is this happening to me? Like I'm I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And this happens to me. And to get yourself back to a mental place where you can say, you know, I'm not going to let this though take away the momentum that I was gaining in life. And it's so easy. I bet it would have been so easy for you to say, you know what? Forget this space. Forget this industry. You know what I mean? They they took it from me. I worked hard. I've worked out three times a day in some cases. Yeah. Right. I've gone through this, 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 all the obstacles you haven't even talked about that you overcame. And then for them to take something from you and was undeserving, unfair. And this is what I'm saying. And this is why it's so important on self-talk, because so life isn't fair. Yeah, it's not. Like there's going to be a whole bunch of crap that happens yeah. that we're not deserving of. You're like, well, I didn't, I didn't, I don't understand. Someone, someone said something was untrue and it's a rumor. 
And now you got to deal with that. That's what I dealt with from one of my teachers. I'm like, yeah. but I didn't cheat. Yeah. And they were like, no, you were looking on other paper. And I really didn't. I mean, I would tell you now because it was like the fourth grade. So I would say it now. Right. right. <laughs> but I really didn't. But I felt so bad because you gave me an F on the test. and I'll never forget it. And I almost felt like, man, forget school. Yeah. In the fourth grade. Yeah. But it was because I was upset. Yeah. yeah. So when you're saying this, I'm thinking, man, that's a true champ. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is yeah. It's so easy to just stay in that low place. Yeah. It's so easy. It's the easy way out. Yeah. Every time to just yeah. give up. Yeah. And to make excuses. And, and you can say, well, they were pushing me out anyway. They didn't mm. want to be a champion anyway. Yep. Yeah. I didn't have the right people around me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you took that and you switched it around. Yeah. And that's what the best self talk does. Yeah. And that you look, and that would have been a valid excuse. People would have <laughs> said, right? People right. would have yeah. said, nah, girl, it for real. Yeah. Right. Like people yeah. would have said, oh yeah, you ain't at least you're not a quitter you know what i mean they took that from you yeah. and you'd have been like yeah i know you're right trying. you gave it you, you gave it a valiant effort yes <laughs> <laughs> right but you but you use what could have been an excuse as a motivator yeah. that's what i'm saying that like the champ yes you have the belts but the the champion i see is a champion who's um who's a champion who's resilient yeah mm-hmm. who persevered yeah who overcame Right. That's why you're such an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it is. It, it's it is a difficult space to be in. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, especially when it's uh, an unfair situation mm-hmm. you know, when you, you really have no um, control over certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, and I always I always said to myself, look, I didn't have control over the decision. I went the decision with this person. They took it from me. I didn't have a choice. So now I want to make sure that I, that I don't give them the chance to take it from me. I'm just going to knock them out next time. <laughs> it's like, so you got to kind of switch your mindset. Sure, you know, yes. say, yeah, I love it. Okay, I'm not going to give them the opportunity. I love it to to make that decision. To I love not, it. I don't have control over what they say, but I have control over how I yeah. train and how I. You know how I and how you show up, make that outcome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell us one of your best fights that you felt good? You won. How was that? How does that feel? I mean, it, it's it feels good. Every single one is different. Even mm. like them being wins. Mm-hmm. Every one you take something out of every one of them. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite, but um, I know that there was one girl that. I fought in Atlantic City and, you know, she's she's always she was talking smack. <laughs> she was talking smack before, during and after. <laughs> and, and those are the best ones because I'm not I'm not a talker. Mm. You know, I'm not one of those ones that, you know, comes in your face mm-hmm. and talks all this. You know, I, I'm like, OK, you talk your thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, she was so sure of herself. And we got in the ring and I had such a good fight. You know, I could feel I could feel that it was a good fight. You know, my performance was on. I trained well. I everything went well. I I I think I beat her up from first to (laughs) tenth round. And um, after the fight, I went up to her to, you know, shake her hand, congratulate her, all that stuff, being nice to her. And she was like, you know, you lost that fight. You know, you lost. You ran the whole fight. I was like. Have you looked at yourself in the mirror? Right <laughs> you have two black eyes and a bloody nose. Like, where, like right. I don't understand. Right. So, you know, you, you get those types. Yeah. She was mad the whole time. I was like, that is so I'm, funny. I'm sorry. You know? All right. So look, <clears throat> because I'm sitting next to the champ, I'm going to take the liberty to ask a question for me. 
I know we got a whole audience watching us and listening to us in your favorite podcast channels. And but I'm gonna ask a personal question, okay? Sure. Okay. So I had this goal. Do not laugh at me. <laughs> and I had this goal to lose 50 pounds by 50, mm. right? And I, I got close. It was like 47 pounds or something like that. Yeah, you did an awesome job. I did. Well, I gained 25 of it back. <laughs> really? You gonna laugh? Both we of y'all all laughing? Through those ups That's, this is going to be my question. Always, yeah. It has to be like there's got to be a level of discipline that I, I'm trying to wrap my mind around where you want to stop, but you keep going. Like I'm on a stair climber sometimes for five minutes. I'm like, today is not a stair climber day. I got this. And I told myself I'm going to do 30 minutes. Yeah. But after like 10, I'm like, oh, today is this that one of those days? Yeah. Because you like it, cookies. Ooh. Really? You do like cookies. <laughs> you do. And y'all are laughing in the background too? Really? Okay, so. But go ahead with your story about the story. They're gluten-free cookies. <laughs> Sugar-free? <laughs> no dairy. Fat-free. <laughs> Eat cookies, lose weight. <laughs> That's a new program. So look, did you stop it? So Israel win. Yes. Like, have you ever had those moments? Am I the only one where you feel like, okay, these, this day, I thought I was going to do three miles or two miles. And mm-hmm. what, what, what's in you that keeps you going? Like, how do you stay so consistent? Because you're so consistent. Or perhaps there are times where you're inconsistent, but you just get back and you don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, I, I've be, because I've been doing it for so long, mm-hmm. it's kind of second nature to me to know when I've gained weight and know when to kind of, all right, er, it's time to like put the cookies down, get back on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, you go through your ups and downs and you just have to understand what works for you and what doesn't like, I wouldn't be able to do the stair climber for 30 minutes, but Mm. I'll jump rope for 30 minutes. Of course you would. So, yeah. So it's different. Like you have to find something that you like to do. Okay. And, and change it up every now and then. Mm. Maybe, stair climbing every single day to try to, to get to your goal. Right. Your body will get used to it. Right. So you just have to do different things, motivate yourself by doing something exciting, doing yeah. something fun, you know, even dancing or whatever it, it right. works. It's mm-hmm. still you moving. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, like I tell people all the time, you don't have to go into the gym and, and kill yourself every single day just because you want to get to this point. You know, for me, it's, it's hard for me to be like real strict with myself mm. if I don't have a goal set. Mm. Okay. That's so good. If, if I, because I had like fights coming up, right. I was strict. That's I was like, so okay, good. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be this because I have this goal. To yep. If I don't have a goal, if I don't have something that I'm working towards, yeah. then I slap. Yeah. I don't have like the discipline that I would have if there was something there. There you and go, like champ. You, said, you were doing 50. That's 50, right. You had a goal. Yeah. So I just set a new goal just yeah. now. Yeah, so, yeah, yep. Sure did. Yep. So, and that's, I need to have more goals. I need to go to more beaches yeah. and that way. Yeah. You just take me dance. I can eat cookies while I dance. <laughs> no. There you go, see? <laughs> well, I have a question. Yes. Yes. Okay. Are you really retired? Are you ever coming Uh-oh. back to the ring? Uh-oh. What's that look like for you in the future? Um, you know, I actually thought about doing UFC, which is crazy. Wow. And I would because I I think, you know, I'm so competitive with myself. Uh-huh. I said, I can do that. Mm. I can beat her. When I watch it, I'm like, I can beat her. All I have to do is train because I'm disciplined in training. Right. I can do it. 
You know, we don't heal the same. My husband's like, no, you're not going to do that. You know, we don't heal the same. We don't. And I don't. I don't think like that. Right, I know you don't. I think like I'm still 20. That's a great <laughs> self-talk though. Yeah, I think like I'm still 20. So I think that I can still do everything I did when I was, and better. Wow. Because because we're, we're older, we're more experienced. Yeah. So my experienced self would be like, I can do it even better mm. now than I did before. Wow. That's some self-talk and right the there. he's right, I would come <laughs> back. I would come back if somebody was right. <laughs> All right. Well, I will be in your corner. Thank you. Cheering you Thank on. You. Thank you. Calling 911. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we appreciate you so much. We're going to have to bring you back to talk about health because, you know, we started eating right for our blood type because of meetings with you. And we, so we definitely need to bring you back on to talk more about health as well. Absolutely. Be I, I really, thank you. I really appreciate you guys having me. Thank yeah, you. So thank you. Champ, Hall of Famer. Five-time women's world champion boxer, Israel Wynn. Hey, guys, make sure you continue to tune in to self-talk. Why? Because the things we say to ourselves eventually determines what and even who we attract for ourselves. Thank you for listening to the Self-Talk Podcast with Darnell and Tracy Self. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. And we'll see you next time. And remember... Talk good to yourself. Good to yourself.